When you look up at the night sky over coming days, there's a chance you'll share a rare experience with early humans and Neanderthals. It's a green comet, visible to the naked eye, that was last seen during the Stone Age 50,000 years ago. Tonight, the exotic comet will make its closest pass of Earth. And if you're in northern Australia, there's a chance of actually seeing it. And for the rest of the country, it will be visible in coming days. Astronomer Dr Tanya Hill is here to explain when and how to go about that. Welcome back to Breakfast. Hi, good morning, PK. What's so special about the Green Comet? Uh, So I think people are captivated about the idea that it's been 50,000 years since it was last year. And, um, you know, it's one of the things astronomy does is kind of places things in perspective. I mean, the whole of um, human existence kind of goes down to this tiny, tiny little part of, um, of what the age of the vast universe is. How close will it be from the Earth when it passes tonight? And where is the best place to actually see it? Yeah, so, well, in fact, the closest approach to Earth happened about 90 minutes ago. Um, it was earlier this morning. Where? Um, so Yeah, so it was about 42 million kilometres away. So that's about a third of the distance to Mars. Uh, but the thing is, is that we won't start to see it here in Australia until, of course, this evening, uh, because it's in the sky just after sunset. And uh, the first people who will start to see it are up uh, in northern Australia. And so tonight, it will be down near the northern horizon, quite low. Uh, and the, the other problem is, though, with this comet, it's, it is quite exciting. But at the same time, um, it's only just... Uh, bright enough to be able to see with the naked eye. So it's not one of these spectacular comets where we'll see a lovely big tail. It's more, you'll almost need to know where to look and you'll need to be in a really dark country sky away from any light pollution. And even then it will only look like a small fuzzy dot uh, in the sky. Okay, so if you're listening from a city right now, you probably won't see it. No, no, not at all. We, this is one where you definitely have to make that trip out of out of the way of the light. Um, we've also got a, unfortunately for us here in the Southern Hemisphere, when the comet finally gets into our sky, we've got a full moon. So that's also going to brighten the sky just that bit too, um, bit more and make it even harder to see the comet. Okay, so it'll be hard to see. Will it be obviously green? And that's the other thing as well. Um, We're now seeing such fantastic photos of the comet from amateur astronomers, but it's really only in the photographs that the amazing colour comes through. And the reason it is green is because um, of carbon molecules in the comet, and which most comets do have carbon. That's kind of the organic material that life came from. I mean, we actually think that a comet may well have seeded life here on Earth. So there's been a real buzz around the comet because it was last in our sky 50,000 years ago, as you say. I mean, that's a long time ago. <laughs> How do we know it's been that long? Where does it come from? Yes, so it, um, we've got right on the outermost reaches of the solar system, there's a sphere or a cloud known as the Oort cloud. And really it's only kind of theorised that it exists um, because what we do is we can track the paths of the comet and they all seem to um, go back to this 
sphere um, right on the edge of the solar system. And so it spends most of its time out there and then kind of has this really quick journey past the Earth and then it'll spend the next 25, 50,000 years going right back out again before it uh, swings back around our planet. And, you know, that's the other thing to imagine. What, what will it be like 50,000 years in the future when it comes by again? Yeah, yeah. Uh, um what will we be like? But that's a whole other sort of huge existential question that I don't think we have time to really traverse. Exactly. I mean, that's the thing that astronomy raises, isn't it? Those kinds of questions. It does. And, and you know, one of the things that does intrigue us about it, of course, is that 50,000 years ago, uh, uh, early humans would have seen it as well. So it links us. I'm, they didn't have light pollution back then. So they got a better view, right? Yes, yeah, most likely. And one of the things too is that every time a comet goes by the sun, we're never quite sure exactly how it will react, um, how much it will be heated by this, that passage by the sun, how much it'll break apart, how bright it will become. And so that's where there's always this, we know exactly where the comet's going to be, but we just never um, are quite sure will it outburst and become really bright. Or unfortunately, in this case, it still remained quite dim. So given it is going to be difficult for people who are not experts in this to to actually view it, is there any uh, process collectively, astronomers are sort of curating around the country to try and help people understand this? Yeah, look, I think the best time will actually be around the 11th of February. It'll be visible on that evening after sunset, wait about 90 minutes or so, so the sky's really dark, and it'll be visible right across the country, um, and the important thing is that it's going to be near Mars. And so if you look in, in the northern sky, Mars is the really bright red object and it'll be just to the right of Mars. So that's where you want to be. If you can see a tiny little fuzz, fuzzy spot or if you've got binoculars or you know, if you're lucky enough to have a telescope, that might be the night to really try and, uh, and capture it. Wow. What an incredible sight. Thank you so much for joining us this morning, Tanya. Oh, you're welcome. Have a great day. You too. Dr Tanya Hill is a Senior Curator of Astronomy at Museum Victoria and you're listening to ABCRM Breakfast. Think bigger about the world we live in. Ask your smart speaker to play ABCRM.